Blog Talk Radio. For plus size women, I'm your host Shanice Lewis. Today is a Monday, October 26, 2015. Stay connected with me in between shows on Instagram at Shanice Lewis, on Facebook at Shanice Lewis Show, and on Twitter at Shanice Show. I'm so excited today. Our special guest is Dale Noel, and she's the founder and president of True Model Management. She was one of the fashion industry's most successful fitting models for nearly two decades before founding True Model Management. During her career as a professional model, she worked with the most reputable fashion influencers, including designers Michael Kors, Kevin Klein, Oscar de la Renta, Tommy Hilfiger, Ralph Lauren, Nicole Miller, and many more. True was originally created to manage her own modeling career, but has expanded into a full-service management company representing fit, show, and print models around the world. True is a pioneer in the fashion industry, honoring diversity diversity in all ethnicities, sizes, and genders, and works with almost every mass retailer and major fashion company. Dell manages the entire team at True while overseeing the many details that go into making True the success it is for its clients and talents. Let's welcome Dale to the show. Hi, Dale. Hi, Shanice. Thank you so much for having me on the show tonight. I'm excited to talk to you and learn all about this um, model search. I was excited when I saw it pop up on social social media. So tell me, why did you want to partner with Ashley Stewart for a model search? Why would you were interested in doing this at all? Well, I've always admired the Ashley Stewart company, and they have such a loyal and strong following. I love that they celebrate and empower the plus consumers you know, customer. They're one of the pioneers in the industry. So I thought it was a great place to begin searching for models that have the same spirit as we do. Now, what is the grand prize at stake for this model search? Oh, it's a good one. The model will get a shoot with Ashley Stewart and a one-year contract with True Model Management. Wow. And this is all just from Instagram. Yes. Um, The entire contest is on Instagram, so all you have to do is follow both Ashley Stewart and True Model Management on Instagram, and then what we'd like you to do is select a very recent photo and hashtag it with AS for Ashley Stewart, that's as true, T-R-U-E, model, M-O-D-E-L, 
and then we really want to see what you look like, and we don't want mm-hmm. you to be all made up and too much makeup. So we like the natural beauty and to see that exuberance and personality come through. So the important thing is to make sure your privacy settings turned on too, um, so we can see your submissions. So you're it looking has to be more turned for to public and not to private. Yeah. So you're looking more for um, not people to post portfolio pictures that they have photoshopped. You're looking more for natural, fresh pictures with the cell phone. Exactly. Um, That would be ideal so we can see what they really look like. And if we want to make them up more, Ashley Stewart does, they can do that. Um, But we like to see the true beauty. And just in case I said it incorrectly, the privacy setting is turned on to public, not private. Right, public, so you can see it, because if the page is private, you won't even be able to see it. (laughs) So the fact that your model search is being conducted entirely through social media shows how much times have changed. So did you have to change the way you market your agency's brand to reflect the times? Absolutely. It's so different now than when I was a model. And models now submit via our website, and the talent use social media in a way to get their message out to the fans. You know, we scout also via social media for our talent. And we don't only look for the images, but we want to see the true personality. And a lot of times that really comes through on um, all the social media, and um, we go by the person and their posts. So, so we, this is we interesting. To, You're the first person I've heard to you actually scout on on social media for new talent. Now, tell me, when you see someone that looks really nice on their social media, and you say, "This girl has potential," but she has like a lot of profanity or a lot of uh, unprofessional things, does that deter you from contacting her? Yes, it definitely does, because, um, you know, part of our name is true, and uh, we definitely want the models who have great personalities and good ethics, and, um, you know, we want them to be true to themselves as far as their looks and size, but we also want them to be good people. So if we see that they're posting, you know, bad things, we've been a reference to having model citizens as well as beautiful models. So we like ours to be role models for the younger generation as well as the world. And, you know, we're really attracted to philanthropy and good people. A lot of times we get feedback from our clients that, you know, our models are so nice and such good people that are a pleasure to work with. So I think being a good person and personality and beautiful on the inside as well as the outside is very important to me, and I feel that it it shines through in the culture of our company as well. So now for the our majority business, anyway, of, it's important. <laughs> right. Now, the majority of Ashley Stewart's customers are African-American, and mm-hmm. that reflects in the hashtag. Because I went and looked on, on Instagram and looked at the hashtag, and it's a lot of African-American girls applying yep. to the model search. So are you looking to add more African-American models to your plus board? Absolutely. True Model Management celebrates diversity, and we're always looking for all ethnicities on our board. And we want the... Beautiful, up-and-coming Afro-American talent, um, as well as all other ethnicities. So this is a great place because we feel that we can use more on our board to remain uh, diverse. 
Right, right. Now, who are the judges for this contest besides you? <laughs> well, it starts with Ashley Stewart, and they have a team that's um, looking at Instagram all day, every day, and they're making selections, and we're helping them narrow down the contestants, and then we'll make the final decision at True for the one lucky winner. It'll get narrowed down to 10, and each of those um, will get narrowed down again to one finalist. Now, is it hard to distinguish if, if somebody's a great model just from Instagram alone? Because you can't zoom in to really see their facial mm-hmm. features or their teeth or if their skin is good. So it's like, is it a second round where they have to email pictures or or is it strictly from Instagram? At the moment, and the way this con- particular contest will be, it's all through Instagram. Um, so... We will do our best to see as much as we can. Maybe we'll need to take out a magnifying glass or something, but we'll do the best that we can. It seems like it's such a great medium, uh, and everyone's so excited about Instagram. Uh, It was Ashley Stewart who decided how the contest would be run, and we support them um, in their decision, and we're going forward. So what are you looking for in a true model that you would want to sign to your agency, not just for this contest but in general? Mhm. Well, we definitely look for, as I was telling you before, inner and outer beauty, and we're always looking for very committed and determined, outgoing women. I think exuding confidence is super important in this business, and we want them to be very positive and professional. We're looking for women who not only photograph well, but women that can take good care of themselves. You know, they have gorgeous hair, clear, clean skin, great smile and teeth. Um, Most of our clients like uh, models that are toned and health conscious. So the ones that usually stand out from the crowd and exude something special. Now, what is your stance on hair? What if a model wears um, extensions? Do you care if they're wearing their own hair or use extensions, or what's your stance on that with your agency? We're really open about hair. I think hair, everyone's not born with the most beautiful hair, and especially being in the industry when your hair is being styled and, you know, ironed and blown dry. Right. It's it's hard to always be exactly what the client wants it to be. So, so we, we're open to different um, hairstyles. Um, ideally, if it's all natural, we're definitely always for the all natural. But um, if the client wants a wig or extensions, we are open to that, and we usually check with the client first because it's ultimately up to the client what they want and accept. We present them with the options that we think are best, and they really decide. So most often... We try to present them with their natural hair, and the client might suggest and say, would your agency or your model be open to her wearing a curly wig or straight hair? Or So it's usually on a job-by-job basis. As far as agency-wide, we try to mm-hmm. present them as natural as they are. And what about um, tattoos? Is tattoos a no-no with getting signed? Well, Tattoos is a tough call. <laughs> so many of the young people have them today. Personally, I'm not for or against them. I'm pretty neutral. I don't have any myself. But we mm. find that most clients 
do not want any scarring or tattoos or anything on the body. They kind of want a clean palette to showcase mm-hmm. their styles. So I would say the models who don't have tattoos are usually booked more often and easier to market. However, we do have some clients who like tattoos and, you know, say, oh, do they have a tattoo? But in most cases, if the company wants a tattoo, they'll draw it on the model's body the way they want it to be for an ad. Um, We've had that happen. One of our models um, was actually in a movie and another one was in an ad where one of them, their entire back was made a tattoo. Um, So it really depends. But for modeling, it's easiest and most marketable, and you get the most jobs when you're a clean slate and your skin is clean. So, But we do have some that have them. Mm -hmm. How important is the location of where the model lives? Do you encourage models to move to New York to pursue their career? That's a that's a tricky question too because the majority of the clients, uh, especially for Plus, are in New York, and many of the castings are in New York. And even if the client is in the secondary market, they all seem to call New York. New York rates are higher than a lot of markets, so in most cases, we will ask and encourage. Um, it's not mandatory, but we give the model the option, and we'll say, you know, these are the options. You know, we can book you out of different states or even different countries, but New York is usually where the models find the most work, and it's a good springboard for other places. Um, a lot of the European Management companies and agencies will call us and want to hire New York models in Asia. So this we have the best photographers here. We have many, many tests for especially the plus models here because the photographers need to be educated and have experience, especially in the plus market. So we find that the, we found many great ones here. And I feel like you need to be where the action is, and New York is just such a great melting pot and a hub and a great networking place. So, you know, if a model lives in the middle of, you know, the country somewhere and is isolated, she will have the Internet or he will have the Internet. But um, for meeting people, it's difficult and it gets very cost prohibitive for most models if they can't fly to where the castings are. So right. being here, it's usually the models usually do much better when they are here. Now, what uh, level of your career do you have to be to be able to do direct booking and live outside and just come in when you're booked? Mm-hmm. Well, that's a case-by-case basis. We have some models, um, and you were talking about social media before, we have some models that have such a following, you know, hundreds and hundreds of thousands of followers on social media, and there are many videos of them that are current daily, and the client feels like they really know that model. Certain mm-hmm. models like that we get direct bookings for, and um, mm-hmm. we'll also get bookings to get paid to post a picture of themselves doing, you know, wearing something or using a product. So in those cases, it's easier so to direct booking. Or if it's a model who's been in the industry a long time and has a great reputation with the reputable clients, so it's like the word of mouth. Um, but for new models, it's not so easy. I won't say it never, ever happened or happens, but 
if you're starting out, no matter how beautiful you are, if you're an unknown name and you have limited social media, it's very rare the client will say, oh, we'll just, you know, flyer and booker and, you know, right. go from there. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm so nice. under, <laughs> right. under your curves division, you have three boards. Mm-hmm. You have a main board, lifestyle, and fit. Now, tell mm-hmm. us the difference between these three boards and um, the different type of work a model would get under each board. Sure. Uh, the main board, they're the models that are usually a little farther along in their career and the most successful and some that have done um, had some experience in editorial and high fashion, a little more fashion forward, these women uh, tend to be. And they're the ones that book campaigns and you know, with major clients on a steady basis. So they do more like beauty, perfume campaigns, um, things like that, and they tend to be more established. The lifestyle models, they're models that tend to book more products based on clients that are in electronics or cell phone ads, pharmaceuticals, really like any consumer product, products that are now, not Now, does a lifestyle model mean related. older? It can. It can because it depends on the product that the client is selling. So they want it to represent who their customer is. And does lifestyle and commercial kind of mean the same thing? Yes, pretty close. Some of the commercials, we also mean that they're booking commercials as well. But, um, yes, they're very similar. Okay, and then the fit board. Mm-hmm. And then the fit we have um, fit and fitness. Um, so the fit models, the fitting models, they're the ones that work directly with the designers and the manufacturers to check the fit of the clothing that is that goes to the store. So they're, in essence, um, live mannequins who need to have a voice and a brain and be able to explain how the clothing fits on their body, the balance, the proportion, you know, if it's too tight, too, too loose whatever they can do to make it more desirable at the the consumer level. And then the fitness modeling is when um, they're a little more muscular and they work out and they're doing more work for brands like gyms and health uh, drinks and things like that. Now, is there fitness under plus size or is that mostly with the straight size? It's mostly with the straight size. Um, we have gotten okay. a request here and there. We don't have it on the site as such, but I was just putting it out there because some people do confuse it. So even if it's under plus, if they see fit, they're like, oh, does that mean I have to be all muscular and, you know, oh, okay. a bodybuilder okay. or something like that? We have gotten questions like that. They're like, oh, your fit models don't look like they're bodybuilders, <laughs> you know. <laughs> so <laughs> we get, we hear all kinds of things, but it's it's totally understandable if you're not in the business. Now, out of the three uh, divisions you have, well, or the three boards you have under the curve division, which one would you say is the most lucrative? Because I know people just want to be in magazines and want to do editorials, but from my understanding, that's not necessarily the most lucrative out of all of the modeling jobs. Mm-hmm. That's true. Um, the editorials where you see them just on pages of a magazine that's not for a national campaign or an ad, those usually are the lowest paying but they do have some prestige, you know, if you see yourself in Vogue or a right. beautiful magazine, there's, you know, credibility and uh, some bragging rights there. So it's a different kind of um, 
earning there. And as far as the, it really depends on the model because fit models they tend to book more consecutive work and they have they don't need to go on as many castings to have more jobs and their hourly rate is fairly um, competitive as far as lifestyle and the main board models. It really depends how many campaigns each is booking because if you have a model that's booking major campaigns, they might make more money in one day than another model is making in a day, I mean in a week, a month, a year. It's all different. So, And a fit model could be very uh, popular and working all the time, but the general public wouldn't know who she is because she doesn't get to be seen as much as the ones with the exactly. photo shoot. Exactly. It's kind of behind-the-scenes stardom. Everyone will know that model in the industry, and um, the public doesn't really usually meet them. Yeah, some clients... Um, have confidentiality clauses. They don't even want people to know. It's kind of their secret. <laughs> their secret. Oh, really? Um, but others are very proud to say who theirs are. <laughs> yes. Hmm. I didn't know that. So, how do you feel about professionally signed models, um, especially with your agency, marking themselves on social media? Um, do you encourage it, or do you tell them to not post their entire portfolio for the world to see? Well, we do encourage it. We're very open and we like sharing, but I feel that there has to be some boundaries. You know, we love that our models are a voice for empowerment for the plus customer, and many of them have important messages to convey. You know, we're really proud to push them on our social media and happy when they do their own, but they they need to promote themselves in a positive light. And like you were saying earlier, if, you know, there's profanity and nudity and all these things, they might get more followers, but the clients don't always necessarily want to book those. Um, mm-hmm. It's very important that the models do have a strong social media following, though, to promote themselves. Um, and through the managers, it makes it a little bit easier for us as well because I was telling you before, they can get more direct bookings or um, they're more well-known throughout the industry. Um, Now, I know some people in the industry believe you shouldn't post all of your portfolio pictures because your competition can see your pictures and try and copy the looks or Mm -hmm. try and do better pictures. What do you think about that? Well, like I said before, I'm really like an open person, and that shines through in true as well. We think that the, if the image are flattering and the model looks her best and she wants to post positive things, about, especially about health and well-being, we're all for it. Our models are usually consistently, you know, many of them are consistently working and always getting new pictures. So to keep up with what they're doing, you may not be able to do that. And I feel like it's the best form of flattery if someone wants to (laughs) copy it. But usually um, the word will get out how that um, model is to work with. And if she's just naturally fluid and moving in these poses, um, the client will know about it. And, uh, you know, if they're training the next generation of models, I think there's enough work uh, for 
everyone to go around and uh and I think it's um I guess a little, it can be healthy. It all depends the way you look at it, you know. I find that the models who want to hide and there's negativity and they don't want to share or help other models, that personality comes across. And more and more now the personality is becoming more important with clients, especially with social media. And, you know, when people work with that model, they want to be around good people and, you know, there's so much competition. They don't want to work with the the nasty, the nasty one. Right, so. right. So in in 2015, having a nice portfolio is just part of getting booked and being successful. You have to be the total package. Yeah, I absolutely believe that. I think you have to be a total package. So yes, the pictures are one aspect of it. So have you seen a shift? in the plus industry for a demand for larger plus models now due to Tess Holiday getting so much publicity and um, recently Eloquy put out a lookbook mm-hmm. with a size 28 model. Have you considered expanding the sizes you represent as a result? Well, I think Tess Holiday, I believe she was an invitation for greater diversity. You know, mm-hmm. True really stands for that and, we're happy to see a wide, wider range of mo- models these days. And Eloquy, you know, they just put out a lookbook with a size 26. Um, so we definitely see the change happening. But if, I feel that um, this wouldn't have occurred a few years ago. And now it seems like all the clients really haven't followed suit. It seems like there's one here, one there. It's not mainstream yet. We're mm-hmm. always looking for talent on the whole spectrum of the plus size. So mm-hmm. I think it's definitely opening it up. Um, we're open to models of all sizes, so it really depends um, what that model stands for and if the model's still healthy. First and foremost, we, we believe in healthy models, and if um, they can be at that size, then we're all for it. And I feel like the plus industry fluctuates a little bit. You know, when Emmy came out and Christine Alt, the size 14 or 16 was the most popular for booking print models. And then many clients use more models in their advertising campaigns. But after about 2002, 2003, the shift went much smaller. And size mm-hmm. 8s and 10s were considered plus, right. which I don't agree with. Um but that's what the clients wanted, and then they'd use smaller models and pad their hips a bit, and then this pendulum is swinging back a bit larger now. So Tess, you know, I feel she's special, and she's definitely defining the business to open it up to larger women being represented. Um, but I don't know if other major clients have really picked up that ball and run with it yet. You know, we have we get work for the 18s and the 20s, um, a lot for fittings, and mm-hmm. we're finding that still most of the clients for the print still want anywhere between like a 14 to an 18 or 20, um, with the exception of the larger sizes um, here and there. So what's the most booked size for the plus sizes at your agency? I would say 14, 16s, and 18s. Okay. For print you're talking so, about? Mm-hmm. Um, well, just for anything, just working, 
who's working? The 1416s. Mhm. Yeah, 1416 and 1820s. So basically no no company has called you asking for a size 24 model. Actually one did. One from LA did that was doing an active wear company. Um an active wear line. And oh, okay. uh, at the time we didn't have the right uh body for them and I believe they wanted a 24 and or a 26. Oh, okay. It was last year, and we didn't have someone for them at that time. Okay, so it's hope. It's hope for the larger yeah. girls. Mm-hmm. So I know you're a very busy woman. Besides being a agent, you do a lot of other things as well. Mm-hmm. Um, you're an instructor at the Fashion Institute of Technology. Now, what do you teach there? Oh, I teach a great class. It's called Real World Technical Design Studio and Workshop. And if you're looking for it online, the code is SXP315. And it basically shows the fit model side of a fitting as well as the technical designers. And you have we have live fit models that will try and close and will document fit problems and give construction advice and how to correct problems on it. So we're helping, helping. the fit models as well as the technical designers uh, communicate more effectively and efficiently together uh, and how to speak well and write up the tech packs for the factories. So it's so based on mainly the fitting models. Do you have to be enrolled at the school or anybody can uh, get in your class? It's part of um, the uh, professional studies and it's for matriculating or non-matriculating students. Either can join the class. It's okay. part of the certification then, to be a technical designer, but anyone can take it. There's one prerequisite, though. And that's for um, you're doing that with models of all sizes for the designers, straight size and plus size? Right now it's mainly straight size, but there okay. um, is definitely uh, in the works for the whole developing the plus, and we're working on that right now. And... Um, if you know Emmy, she's also doing that through Syracuse University, and um, we want to work with her as well. Now, you are also on the red carpet committee for the Women in Fashion Film Fest. Now, tell me more about this. Oh, that was founded by Janine Kim, and the purpose of that is to bring together the fashion communities, entertainment, and the media industries. And it's not just a film festival. It's like a conference that fosters discussions of all types of issues that affect women. And they examine industry issues, and they celebrate and support um, women and youth through different, like, screenings and different events. They're also partner um through in the United Nations uh, called Maritage International. So they're getting support from the UN as well. It's really about education and outreach. And um, it's also in conjunction with the faculty at FIT. Um, students are, have been developing short films, and uh, other people can submit them as well. So it's really a global platform. Now, what are you doing the Red Carpet Committee? Because that's the first time I've heard of that type of committee. 
Oh, yeah. Well, there are many different committees, and in past years I've worked on a little bit of everything, and um, we had the girls' fashion runway show as the grand finale of the festival a couple of years ago, and um, we were empowering the youth to model and think of fashion and health and uh, they we've broken down the foundation is getting larger and although i help on many different areas um, with the founder and the different committees this particular one um, since i uh, host a lot of different events for charities and for true models we she Janine decided she'd like me to be in charge of the night. Our next event is November twelfth, and um, every, can, you can visit Women Fash Film Fest. It's W O M E N F A S H F I L M, and check that out online, and you can see where to attend. Well, that's exciting. You have a lot on your plate, huh? You're a very mm-hmm. busy woman. Yeah, yeah, I started on several other things, too. It was another great um, event for um, supporting women entrepreneurs and mm-hmm. also the Federal Enforcement Homeland Security. I was just nominated for a committee for that, um, supporting hey. our federal agents. Wow. Yeah. Well, that's and, awesome. Yeah, and I don't know if you've ever heard of it, but if you check out the hashtag WomenWow, W O M E N W O W, that's another one for Women's Entrepreneurship Day that I'm getting involved with. That's also through the UN. Okay, okay. Well, that's amazing. So, um, getting back to modeling, though. Oh, yep, sorry. For, <laughs> for someone, well, no, that, I like that you're doing a lot of great things, but for someone listening, that want to um, enter your Ashley Stewart model search but not on Instagram, mm-hmm. how can they submit to be with your agency? Oh, they can go on the web and go to our website at true, T-R-U-E, model, M-O-D-E-L, dot net, and you just click on become a model and you could submit there. And we monitor all the submissions every day. And one of our reps will get back to you if you have what it takes to be a true model. Right. So besides this particular uh, model search that's going on, you look for models on an ongoing basis all the time, right? We do. We are always looking for models. We scout everywhere and anywhere. And uh, we are also starting a national model search in April. That will start in Pennsylvania. We're going around to different um universities and campuses, and we'll be going around the country. So we might be coming to a city near you. And oh, wow. We'll well, you got to come down south. Promise me you come somewhere Oh, I south. love down south. Absolutely, we'll go down south. Well, that's exciting. Well, there's a lot of exciting things going on at True. you have anything else happening we could be on the lookout for, any exciting campaigns coming out from your models or anything at all? We are working on several, but it's a little too early to say that yet, and um, we're working on some TV and books as well. So it's all a little premature, but those we can talk about in 2016, so there's definitely more to come. All right. Well, that's exciting. And tell us your 
official website to know everything about True Model Management? It's www.truemodel.net. And I will be looking on Instagram at all these submissions because it's so exciting because I can see all of the same submissions as you can because it's oh, on social media. So, yeah, so well, I'd love um, to hear from you some of your uh, comments and advice, and we can take that into Yeah, I'll, I'll tell you if I see someone good. I'll be stalking Definitely. the we hashtag. Definitely, we don't want to miss anyone. There's a lot <laughs> to look at, so feel free. Right. And the official hashtag is, say it one more time. Hashtag A-S-True, T-R-U-E, model, M-O-D-E-L. Well, that's exciting. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show. And, by the way, I love your new um, uh, promotional photo. That's a very pretty picture of you. Oh, thank you. That was my photographer, Roberto Legresti. Oh, well, that's why. That's a good picture. That no, that Yeah, no one looks bad with him. <laughs> right, right. Well, thank you so much for being on the show. Continue success with everything, and I can't wait to see your new model search winner. Thank you so much, Janice. And enjoy the rest of your evening. You too. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. And thank you to our fabulous guest this evening, Dale Noel. If you haven't already, don't forget to like our fan page on Facebook at facebook.com slash Shanice Lewis Show. I've been your host this evening, Shanice Lewis. Thank you for tuning in and supporting. Until next time, keep thriving in your curves and be blessed. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.